And take three. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you guys? This is the part I don't get. I'm Bay. And I'm Jay. And welcome to another Thursday night. Yes, we were having some technical difficulties. Yeah. Actually, we weren't having technical difficulties. We just got confused by a, a random <laughs> color change. <laughs> All this smancy um, recording equipment just yes. throws me for a loop. I'm used to like the cheap stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, by the way, fans. But uh, <laughs> only guess, for you. Guess what, though? What? We are officially one year in. Oh this my is God. our year anniversary. It was technically like last Thursday, I think. It's like the 30th Aww. or something was our very first Aww. one that we posted. I should have gotten you a gift. <laughs> Where's maybe mine? like a little baby <laughs> microphone? Uh, yeah. So the, we're one year. Wow, old. I knew. I knew we were coming up on it. We're one year old. I can't believe we actually stuck Woo. with it. <laughs> Thank you for all those people who have been there. Yeah, the thank you for time. all our listeners. Yeah. You know. 26 full episodes. This is episode 26. We're a full year yeah. in. Yeah. That wow. means we kept it going. Yeah. Congrats to us. Yay. <laughs> we are still finding weird topics every every other week. Every other week. <laughs> so I think it's my turn. Okay. Okay. So you have a little chart over I there? I do. I have a demographic. <laughs> well, like some numbers? I have a, I have a, a visual aid this week. <laughs> If you will. This is my audiovisual aid. Hey, gotta do what you gotta do. So we were at we were at I just like totally hit the microphone. Oh, I, um, I have notice. to like watch it because I'm like a hand talker, so I just like boom right into the microphone. Um my husband just had his birthday, so we were at dinner and this came up naturally in conversation. I was like, Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> I, I love it love when, when that you happens. naturally it's like a gift from God. I you know. know. <laughs> so we were talking about like uh, millennials and generation and stuff and his sister is significantly younger than him so we were like are we in the same, ge- same generation i was just saying do you want to put that down no oh, okay I it looks like okay. you were like kind I'm, of struggling i'm comfortable okay okay <laughs> <laughs> thank you for worrying about my neck posture <laughs> i don't want it to be sore tomorrow here i'll move my mic <laughs> yeah so she's significantly younger so we were wondering if she would be in the same generation and then we were talking about like where do generations get their names and like what is that about? That's a good one. So, um, I was I got pretty surprised by the answer. Like, where do generations come from? Like, who decides yeah, what they're there, called? Is there a governing board? Yeah, <laughs> and then like who's making these decisions? And then like, what are the actual breakdowns of the generations? Like, wh- what is ours versus what is theirs? You know. Right. So there is no single or even typical way the generations historically get their names. Oh, that's pretty much the answer. Because lumping everyone who's roughly the same age together is a relatively new phenomenon. It's also, this is all from the U.S., so um, it might be different in different countries. They might have their own version of this, but this is pretty much just, like, the United States that I'm talking about. we we like to label ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So no official commission or group decides what each generation is called and when it starts and ends. Um this is why many different lists of generations start and end. I just read the same thing twice. So no official commission or group decides what each generation is called and when it starts and exists. A lot of the time they overlap and they seem to be kind of like haphazard. Because like I've tried yeah. to look up many different lists and each one was different. 
And then they overlap in the years. Right. Like, so, you could be a millennial. You might be yeah. Generation Y or whatever. So I just kind of picked the one that looked good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, because um, they're often also defined by specific events in history, like World War Two or 9-11, right. technology, things like that. So, um, so these are the current generations, like, that I, the best list I could find. Okay. So I'll start in the way, way hit back. Me. I'll hit you. So there's the lost generation. Yeah. I've, I've no one knows where they went. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a they, little joke. Did they, just, did they just go onto an island and... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yes. J.J. Abrams wrote a whole <laughs> thing about them. Didn't you know it was a very popular TV show? So they are from 1890 to 1915. Okay. And so they would be anywhere between 103 and 128 years old. See, I even did the math. Oh. Um, Wikipedia did the math for me. But, okay. Or not actually Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. Google. Donate um, to Wiki. But then this is, again, like how it overlaps a little bit. So the, there's the interbellum generation. So that's 1901 to 1913. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that interbellum. either. Interbellum. Okay. So they would be 105 to 117. Okay. And then there's the greatest generation, which is like <laughs> our grandparents, 1910 to 1924, or at least my grandparents fall in that one. So that's, they would be 94 to 108. The silent generation, 1925 to 1945. That would be my grandma. Okay. <clears throat> Mine were born in like 1911, 1913. Yeah. Stuff like that. You said silent generation? The silent generation, 1925 to 1945. Are you going to go over why they're named that or... Not all oh, of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some of them. I was just curious. Well, I was curious about the lost generation. Seventy. So they would be 73 to 93. Okay. Then, of course, the one that we are pretty familiar with, Baby Boomer. Yeah. Our so parents. that's 1946 to 1964. So that's our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, 54 to 72. My dad just, just got in there. <laughs> um, then there's Generation X or Baby Bust, which is 1965 <laughs> <Bust>. <laughs> to 1979. So they would be 39 to 53. So if we had like older siblings, I guess that's what they would be. Or maybe some like cousins and stuff. Generation um, That's all I think of. I was like, that was one of my favorite Spice Girls. Oh, really? <laughs> I guess they probably were Generation yeah. X. Yeah. Because they had to be at least 10 years older than we oh, are. Oh, yeah. And they, they have kids now. And, so, yeah. Well, we could have kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah. Then there's Zennials, which is 1975 to 1985, and they could be oh, just, 33 to 43, so technically that could be you. But I wasn't 85, I was 86. Uh, yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Duh. And then there's Millennials, which is, but the, again, overlap here. So I'm like um, a senior Millennial, and so, so are you. <laughs> yeah. So Millennials Trademark. or Generation Y or Gen next so this has three separate names of course gen next generation one millennial that's 1980 to 1994 and so millennials the famous millennials are anywhere from between 24 and 38 years old people everybody loves to hate (laughs) and then after us is i gen or gen z and that's 1995 to 2012 and they are six to 23 and then there's another one that has barely begun, and that's Gen Alpha, 2013 to 2025. And they're anywhere between one to five years old <laughs> currently. That's quite, 
like when you hear I don't know for some reason I would think it was like every ten years or so. But I I, th- I thought it would be like by decade. Yeah. But like I said, like it's like historical things and stuff like that, like yeah. things that are taking place that are really forming these ideas. And not to mention, it's not like scientific. There's no yeah. like oversight. It just is what it is. So that's why it's kind of hard to find like a specific date. So my dates could be off by a few years, but the yeah. generation names are accurate. Right. So according to Peter Francais. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? F R A N C E S E. C E. Francais. Francis. Francesi. Francais. I don't know. This guy. Uh, a dem- he's, uh, he says a, a demographic and consumer markets. Uh, he's a, he's a, he is a demographic and consumer markets expert. He says that the baby boomers were the first named generation to exist at all. And those that came earlier, like like you said, like the lost generation or the greatest generation or the silent generation, they were named retroactive, retroactively. Oh, okay. So they thought of baby boomer and they were like, you know what? Let's stamp a name on these older folks too. Yeah. And so that was, Everybody so baby boomers really started it all. So it all started when the Census Bureau referred to the years between 1946 and 1964 as, quote, post-war baby boom. During those years, oh. birth rates rocketed. Up from around three million a year to over four million a year. It's because all those GIs just wanted to come home and have yeah, sex. Yeah, they're like, I, I, <laughs> and you know, contraception wasn't like a huge thing. Well, I mean, I guess women were still fighting for their right for contraception at that point. Um, so as the kids born in in this boom started to grow into adults. Um, and thus became consumers. Ad agencies found track um, traction by marketing their products to these baby boomers specifically, and then this would be the first and so far the last time a generation's quote unquote official name would come from a government organization. Okay, I was so going to say the it. census that would make sense. They are the only it. like officially named. Yeah, because I feel like there's the ones I hear about the most. Yeah, uh, like us and, and it's them. Got, like, millennials it's kind of a cool them. name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> baby boomer. So eventually the baby boomers got older and they were less appealing to companies. They didn't want to sell to them anymore. Aww. So at well, ages... They, well, they should just want to sell different things. Like, you know, now I get, like yeah, adult now, diapers. Adult. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the exact same no thing. No offense. Um, so, um, so then the ad agencies wanted another, like, catch-all term for the new members of their target age group and began shopping around different ideas. And that's where, like, Generation mm. Y came from. So the ad agency yeah. basically took over. Yeah. Basically, and you said yeah, it's like a marketing. Yeah, trick. so it's no longer done by the Census Bureau. That was the one and only time. So now it's really just like pop culture, basically, um, like a, a lot of like newspapers yeah, and magazines say, and like blogs writers. try and get their like name out there, yeah. and it doesn't quite take. Yeah, um, and a lot of Unless authors as well and reporters um, have been found to be um, like the the first ones that have said like the like for example the name millennial was by these two male authors i think so generation y was too long apparently and harder to say so that's why millennials became a thing generation y was too long i guess to it say? just wasn't catchy enough also so that's why we have three gen next millennials and generation y which yeah. is another reason why there's no real oversight because you can have multiple names in a generation um, so the generation currently being born and growing up, the term Generation Z has often been used as a placeholder, <laughs> <laughs> though the Pew Research Center recently redefined them as 
post-millennials. So the last two that I said, like iGen and Gen yeah, Alpha, they could very well change. change. Yeah. They, that's what it is right now. I wonder now. why the census doesn't want to get involved again. I don't know. So, um... sorry when that happens ad agencies will have perfectly workshopped labeled ready to slap on spending reports and <laughs> oh, style like they do section focus columns. groups and yeah i think they basically do like it's all it, it it's all sense. about selling products yeah. at this point so they want to please people from what i saw they were like trying to like figure out like what worked and what didn't work and so i really think gen alpha probably well, is going to change so far i think they could do a lot better job with the <laughs> Generation Alpha. Not everyone can be the Spice Girls. So, so that was kind of like the end of my thing. And I was like, that's 10 minutes. I need to add something else on. That's how long mine is going to be. So, um, (laughs) I thought of like, what is like the negatives between like classifying and like, in a sense, kind of segregating these groups and generations. So, for a long time now, the cross generational dialogue between baby boomers, specifically and millennials, has had a very negative reoccurring theme. Hey, boomer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. So such as Boomer saying that millennials expect, quote unquote, participation Snowflakes. trophies um, for doing the bare minimum and are not hardworking and that they would rather complain about debt than get a better job. And the same types of negative responses will come from the other side where millennials have said things like that boomers are out of touch and that they have, quote, mortgaged the future in exchange for hoarding wealth while also voting to end necessary social programs. So the current generation, Generation Z, has even had arguably more negative themes thrown in their their way. <laughs> They're too um, young. Because it's coming from both, like, millennials and yeah, baby boomers. Yeah, like ganging up on them. And saying that, you know, they're addicted to their phones and they're very disrespectful and they're intolerant and things like that. I so like people say that about millennials, too. I think so as well. Um, so, OK Boomer got started recently as a popular meme from Gen Zers, specifically more so than millennials. And that was meant to be a dismissive um, comment of the baby boomer generation. Yeah. So um, you'll see like memes where people are holding up signs. It's like, okay, boomer. Yeah, I saw that and I I knew it had something to do with, you know, the um, baby boomer generation, but I didn't really quite understand the whole, like where it came from. So we just missed that negative so generation z is how basically teenagers teenagers right now okay yeah so the people who are out there on tiktok yeah so it brought me back to the visco yeah the visco taste because in my mind i guess there's millennials too but i guess not yeah so just basically like teenagers the people who are on social media the people who are influencers yes the ones that make like millions of dollars and they're half our age yeah Yeah, that's great (laughs) so not resentful (laughs) uh i found this this quote it says Quote, OK Boomer implies that the older generation misunderstands millennials and Gen Z culture and politics so fundamentally that years of condescension and misrepresentation have led to this pointedly terse rebuttal and rejection. Rather than endlessly defend decisions stemming from deep economic strife to save money instead of investing in stocks and retirement funds, to buy avocados instead of cereal, teens and younger adults are simply through. End quote. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got that from mentalfloss.com. So I was surprised, but the earliest mentions of OK Boomer came from like as far back as 2015. Oh, really? And it came from 4chan. Of course. All the way back to like one of our first topics, we brought 4chan because <laughs> they invented the brony. Man, they have a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of influence. They do, and I've never been on 4chan. I know. I've only heard of it in like in 
I think I went on after that episode and I was really confused. (laughs) Talk about feeling old, man. (laughs) So 4chan started the OK Boomer thing. And um, was it it was a meme or something? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the phrase was used as an insult by the forum's anonymous users aimed at the older generations who seemed out of touch. Next page. Ignore the paper sounds. Um, but it really took off this year because of things like TikTok. Like I was, I was talking about TikTok when when we were doing the Visco Girls cop, yeah. um, topic. Um, and and it's basically as a rebuttal to angry rants by baby boomers about these kids these days. Yeah. Um, there's even a song. Oh, of course. Um, by Peter <laughs> Cooley, K U L I, and Jed Will. Jed Will? Never. I've never heard of them, but I mean. I, I'm a millennial, I guess. Like, it's okay for me to not know. I don't know. Question mark. So the song is called OK Boomer. Okay. <laughs> and um, it's often used on TikTok for these, like, little, like, um, meme spoofs. I mean, I don't know if you can really call them a meme because it's kind of like a Vine. TikTok's kind of like Vines where it's yeah. like a short video. But it's longer than a Vine because it wasn't a Vine, like, nine seconds or something like that. Something it was, like, really like short. Um, uh so the verses in the song define boomers as being racist, being fascist, or Trump supporters with bad hair. Oh, um, it became a very popular song for TikTok sing-along videos this fall in 2019. <laughs> and teens on the platform used the song's intro and chorus as a rebuttal to annoying run-ins that they'd had with seniors policing or judging their behavior. I did see one that, like, the website posted one example. And I actually can relate to this one. And it was, like, the word on the screen was like um like all girls should be pretty and have long hair and then it was like this girl that was kind of more like i guess tomboyish and she had really short hair and she was just basically saying like i don't need to have long hair to get your approval and then the song was playing on in the background yeah i feel like it's the same thing like our parents went through with their parents like it's don't listen to elvis like that rebellion (laughs) you know shaking his hips on tv yeah (laughs) I feel like every generation blames yeah. the generation after them for everything. Yeah. Like, I remember there was, I don't know if it was a meme or something. It was, like, a collection of articles that someone posted on Facebook of, like, everything that millennials were blamed for. And it, like, just got so crazy. It's like, are millennials causing, you know, global warming? Are millennials causing, you know, war? Like, it was just, like, literally every single topic you could think of, they made it a reason yeah. to be a millennial's fault i think it's definitely getting more and more negative though yeah. i definitely agree with what you're saying i think it's like i think that the reverse happens where the younger generation is mad at the older generation is kind of like a rebellious thing yeah. kind of like finding autonomy from your parents and yeah. your teen years kind of thing and like separating yourself from your parents or whatever yeah but and then I think, like, in the reverse, the older generation, like, likes things the way it is or whatever. And then they see people doing things differently and it's harder for that transition or that adjustment. Yeah. And it's always like, well, you didn't have it as hard as I yeah. did. Yeah. And, you know, I and we see that now because, we're like, well, we remember how life was before the Internet. Oh, and my God. Without, like, phones and stuff. Every time I watch a Seinfeld episode, <laughs> like, this could have been all solved if you had had a cell phone. I know, right? <laughs> Sometimes I miss times yeah weird? i mean i was even watching a show that show that show i was talking to you about recently that uh, it was in like 2013 
Oh, no, wait. It was set in the 90s. Never mind. It was just set in the 90s, like 1994 or 1996 or something like that. Yeah, it was like 1996. And she's like, and it was a British show. She's like, do you have one of those mobile telephones? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, I'm not a millionaire. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And it's like giant. I know. But surprisingly, my first telephone, my first phone was so little. Yes. Yeah, it's so weird how the sizes have changed over the years. Yes, mine was really small. It was like, it had like an orange screen. It was not a flip. I wanted a flip so bad. I thought a flip would have been really cool. Just the action because of like, like, that was when you like hung up on someone. Very satisfying. Click. That was a very satisfying feeling. Because like, there was no satisfaction of like pushing that button. Like, I'm pushing this button. I know. Just like, this conversation is over. It's over. And I'm letting everyone see. Oh, yeah. Badass. <laughs> so just the last thing I was like, I've seen lists like this before where it's like, uh, what are the like, the differences between baby boomers and millennials? And um, so I found like just a couple of things. And so basically, so a lot of them were based around employment, but um, I kind of tried to find a variety of stuff. So job loyalty. We've talked about this. Oh, yeah. Baby boomers are more likely to stay in the job yeah. forever. And then whereas millennials will definitely bounce around um, for the job that works best for them. And they'll try and find better work opportunities rather than have that loyalty to that one company. Yeah. Um, We've had friends that have definitely done that. I mean, I have. Yeah. Yeah. This is as long as I've stayed at a job and it's been four years and it feels like forever to me. (laughs) um, Yeah. I I don't know. But I also it feels like there's a lot more incentives to go to other jobs now. Like financially. Pay raise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, people they offer like sign on bonuses and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And, you know. Well, it's also like grass is always greener. Too. Yeah, that's true. You know, like it's easy to get fed and up. And I feel like it's gotten a lot more competitive. Like mm. before you could stay at a job and expect a raise and expect, you know, upward mobility. And now it's at least, well, in my field, it definitely is not the case for a lot of, oh, really? a lot of jobs. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, you might, if you know, there's a, che- what are you, cost of living? You might get that, but otherwise, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so that goes on with working with others. Mm -hmm. So apparently baby boomers are more team oriented and they are more successful in group oriented uh, projects and assignments um, Mm -hmm. where extensive communication with coworkers is needed, whereas Mm -hmm. millennials tend to thrive in solitary situations. It's probably because like we've been on our phones and we don't have very good We don't speak to people anymore. Can I just send them an email? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to talk to them. (laughs) I know. Well, I have phone anxiety. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to call this person. I know. I'm like, all right, think about what you're going to say. Think about what you're going to say. Even for something you want, like getting your damn hair cut. I know. I'm like, like oh, my God. I'm wasting their time. Oh my God. They don't want to talk They're to me. They judge me. What's my name? What's my name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, so um, education as well so millennials are more educated than their parents and grandparents yeah nearly 40 percent of us having a bachelor degree or higher um which is 15 percent um more than the baby boomer generation having the same type of degree because our the baby boomer parents saved up all their money to send us to college (laughs) yeah yeah well also i think that it's just like they push well sorry they push um college and career readiness in like kindergarten 
yeah. now. And that was just not. In kindergarten? Yeah. Yeah. They like have like little graduate. I mean, like think about it. They have oh, I've graduation that. ceremonies so and things like that. It is adorable. There's it nothing is. cuter but than I kindergarten. I didn't get any of that. I know. I didn't get any of that. Well, we had a little for preschool. We didn't get like a cap and gown, but we they did a little. We didn't get any of that. Not to my knowledge. I remember my mom arguing with me about like, you got to clap out when you were in fifth grade. I was like, I am sorry, but that is not the case. And I was like, I will talk to Jay about it. No, we did not. Jay will remember too. A clap out is like when like everyone in the school lines up in the hall and then they just literally clap as the fifth graders walk down the hall. We We did not get a clap out. (laughs) I know. Yeah, but I don't remember them doing any sort of. I, I remember us having like parties and oh we had do we have a picnic or something well that yeah. was the patrol we picnic. had like you know we went roller skating and we went yeah we had the patrol yeah. picnic and things like that but so now they really push um yeah like moving on graduating yeah. going to college and things like even in elementary school so I think that that's very different than yeah. for the baby boomer generation um wealth as we all know, baby boomers have ac- accumulated slightly more wealth than millennials at their age. This is mainly due to increased debt for the latter generation. Yeah. More millennials have ongoing student debt. I definitely do. Mm-hmm. As the price of a college education has increased. Yes, it has. Um, <laughs> so has the amount of debt for the me- millennial s- students. Well, and like you and I, well, we graduated at different times, but it was still not a good... Not that far apart. Yeah. But it was still like when the mortgage crisis was yes. happening. And it I was just like a remember being in your graduation ceremony, <laughs> and I could not believe the the, speech. the speeches. <laughs> it was dreadful. I was like, my God, they're not sugarcoating anything for these folks. Like They were like, you know, it's going to get better. You know? <laughs> but it's going to have to get worse first. Hold, just hold on. You know, this is a really Don't rough time for you to graduate. But, you know, one day you'll get a job. You probably won't have a job for a while. You might it be was, working at McDonald's if you're lucky. It was just like one person after the other being so negative. They were like, well, just, you know, hold dear to these, just these like college crying. memories. Because you're going to be living in mom and dad's basement for a while, okay? Hey, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> that was foreshadowing. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember that being like like a rough. Yeah, like, I I remember not feeling like super day. motivated to go take on the world after that. Yeah, one. well, I mean, hence grad school. <laughs> Hello, safety net. <laughs> except now I'm in even more debt. Yeah. <laughs> so the last one I found was um family. So 67 percent of baby boomers were married when they were between the ages of 25 and 37, which is uh, essentially a millennial. Yeah. So that's compared with um, under half of the millennial generation. Millennials are part of the shift to marrying later in life. The women Um, are getting educated. More and more millennials are staying unmarried completely anyway up until the the later years of the – so I guess like our 37-year-olds. And the same thing for, you know – having sex and losing their virginity like more and more millennials and now gen zers or gen alphas i guess but they're actually they're, no wait they're like toddlers i can't even remember the name of my gens anymore gen gen z excuse me yeah. the gen z's are you know and and us we're getting married later we're having sex later you know and and prioritizing other things which i think is good I mean, I think it's good too. I would, love, 
I wish that it was because of <laughs> easy access to sex education. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's probably not it. Not. I, someone well, else maybe. told me that they think that it's because of a lot of like instant gratification and things like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Like, and, and how like um, you can get basically pornography yeah. on their phone. On your I think phone. you told me that, right? Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's nice that, you know, that. And like women are in the workplace, you know, you, we can do yeah, we're let, whatever we're you realizing, can do. Kind oh, of we thing. don't need an MRS yeah. degree. You yeah. Know, as they there are more call. opportunities out there. So you don't have to attach yourself to your pair. Yeah. Um, to like get things done financially. You know, we yeah. have independence. And with internet dating, you can be a little bit more selective and yeah. it's not like you just <laughs> marry the Joe Schmo that you grew up www.everybodyelseoutthere.com. <laughs> What's left in the sea? <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember when I was really little and like, like, you know, thinking like just being so little and thinking like, oh, I was going to get married one day. I was going to yeah. have kids one day. I was going to have a house. And like just knowing that this was what we were supposed to do. Yeah. And then thinking of that, I'm like, I was like five or six. Like, where did that come from? And like having like a nuclear well, American family, which is not necessarily the standard or whatever is best, but I remember thinking like, okay, who are the guys that I know? And it was like <laughs> my two neighbors and like thinking, okay, I guess I'll marry. I guess I remember I guess I'll having this him. conversation out loud oh with my, my neighbor. God, that's so cute. My neighbor was a girl um, and being like, well, I guess I'll have to marry him. Meh. You know, nowadays, I wonder what kind of conversation kids are having because first of all, gay, well, gay marriage is legal in most yeah. states. Or is it? I think it's over there. It? Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's edit all that part out. Um, ignorance. Um, I feel like in some states it's probably I wasn't easier. Gonna I wasn't going to correct. <laughs> but yeah, now it's like, you know, it used to be like, oh, if they weren't married, then oh, they're gay. But now it's yeah. like. Yeah. Or like you're a spinster woman. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like my opinion totally changed as I got older because when I, I was know. little, I'm like, I guess I'll have to marry my neighbor because he's the only guy I know. And then when I got older, like 19, I was like, Pfft bring on the spinster years oh my god you were totally like you're like i'm not gonna i was ready to be single forever i was living it and then at one point you were at one point you were like well if i get married it would have to be on halloween and i'd have to be like in black (laughs) (laughs) and that is not neither of those things happened you had the most like plain not plain well it was pretty standard yeah it was pretty like I was Whatever I was a little disappointed. Do. I was expecting <laughs> some goth makeup, perhaps. No, I threw all that away. I guess my like chained belt. <laughs> um, yeah. So millennials are slower in forming their own households and starting their own families. They are likely to remain in their parents' home for longer stretches than generations before them. So they say that this is probably a big part of the reason why. I mean, like romance. Oh, yeah. Is definitely kind of limited when mom and dad are in the other room. I know it's challenging for myself um, to navigate those personal boundaries. Um, And then when millennials do have children, they're having them later in life. However, they still account for the majority of annual U.S. births currently. Good. Because they're right there in the sweet spot of the age. We're just draining our parents' money, really. And so Generation Z which is like our children, I guess, are and beyond the Gen Alphas, are on track to be the most diverse and educated generation yet. Oh. Yeah, which is pretty cool. sweet. Yeah, that's cool. We'll be smart and diverse. Woot, there woot. we go, but we'll be broke. <laughs> but yes. Oh, and it's just going to get worse. Oh, I, and by the way, the environment's Because I feel like not only, yeah, right, not only that, you know, we don't 
we're in debt, but also I don't feel like we're very good at saving money the way yeah. baby boomers and especially generation before yeah. they, in the depression. I mean, we are just kind of. I know. But they were saying like, like the root of the whole okay boomer thing really does come from like economic anxiety and the threat of environmental collapse and yeah. just resisting change. Yeah. But I think that we could all learn a little something from each other. Oh yeah. I don't think. Sure. And I think to just generalize any generation. Oh yeah. Is, it's is, a literal stereotype. Yeah. It's a literally accepted like you're just stereotype. Being a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's a lot of what like baby boomer generations say this. It's just very ageist. Yeah. So, yeah. which I don't. I think it's ages disagree. both ways. You yeah. Know, if you, I that's don't know if you true. Can be ages towards that's younger people. That's very but I, true. Yeah. Young people count too. Right. Before you get started, I'm going to open up my diet, Doctor Pepper. Okay. Well, hurry it up because you've already taken up half the time here. ASMR. <sighs> you say that every time. <laughs> you know, I'm really grilling it in. Don't spill it on the. I equipment. just watched this um, office episode where the guy <laughs> kept saying "eat fresh" because he was. Like oh, being Subway? paid by Subway. He <laughs> <Eat laughs> just kept literally everything. Eat fresh. <laughs> so this is my version of eat fresh. All right. Well, um, so I decided to go with, uh, you know, there's been some crazy weather going on lately, um, especially with global warming. You just never know what you're going to get. But have you heard of the um, the iguana showers that have been happening? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. So um, what is that? So most recently, this has happened, I think, I think this happens pretty much every year, but depending on the weather, but um, recently on uh, January 20th or 21st, uh, 2020, the national forecast, sorry, God, the national weather forecast put out an alert warning Florida residents that iguanas could be dropping from trees um, due to temperatures dropping to the 30s and 40s and causing them to freeze. Oh, wait, I heard about that last year. Yeah. They said the same thing, and they were saying it, making a big deal about it because of the change in the weather. Right. So, um, basically, iguanas are cold-blooded creatures, so they can't handle anything lower than 40 degrees. Um, And so, when it gets below 40, the cold weather basically causes their body to go completely stiff. And obviously, you know, they're gripping onto the trees, so they fall off the trees. Um, and they'll land in people's backyards and pools. People will post pictures and videos. Are they dead? No, but they look dead and apparently like their whole body, like their heart stops and everything, but they're (gasps) not dead. I don't know how that works. Um, they're in purgatory. Yeah. So, and wildlife experts say don't touch them because they are alive. And once the temperature goes up, I guess, they revive yeah they come and like if you move them and like all of a sudden like i saw this i think i heard this story on the radio a few years ago about this guy that put a bunch of them in his truck and i think they started like waking up (laughs) can you imagine you just like see it in the mirror it'd be like a horror movie like (laughs) (laughs) the iguanas all just attack him um yeah so i i just thought that was um very interesting i think yeah i've heard about it on the radio a few they times they call them iguana showers yeah because they're falling you know from the quote-unquote sky but really just the trees the tree you know the high yeah. i thought like you were talking about some crazy tornado that picked up a whole bunch of iguanas and dropped oh them. now that would be interesting <laughs> that sounds like a sci-fi movie <laughs> iguananado <laughs> when you thought that's thought shark because wasn't i think enough. that's happened with like smaller things like like insects or 
You know where? Oh yeah, they've dropped. I could be. Are you just thinking of Sharknado? Shit up! <laughs> no, I'm not thinking of Sharknado. <laughs> I definitely have seen things where like fish have like you know yeah fallen Ugh. and stuff. I don't know. Like from the sky, or looking like it's from the sky. There was this one story that's similar to that, like where these like cows got swept away during a hurricane. No one knows what happened to them. And they just showed, they thought they died. And then they just showed up on an island. Oh my God. Are you sure that's real? (laughs) Yes, because it was near here. It was like on Aztec Island or something. These like cows disappeared and then they just showed up. Well, that's clearly aliens. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it could be aliens. (laughs) You look really excited about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's um been I think in Florida they're kind of used to it th- at this point, but apparently iguanas are are like kind of pests there. Like they they burrow and So things. they're just naturally around all the time. Yeah. Like they, rabbits here. Kind of, yeah, except they have a lot of diseases and stuff and Great. I know. Well, rabbits do too cuz like the fleas and Yeah. Bugs. So I guess that's their version of rabbits or maybe okay. like or rats. Mice. Yeah. Yeah, so they're crows. Yeah, they're I don't know, any animal. They're people are not, you know, fans of them, but I thought I think they're cool, but that's cuz I well, I don't we don't live, live there. near there. <laughs> yeah, but uh well, I'll post some pictures on Facebook they of what they mean. The, yeah. They will scratch you. Well, I've never gotten close enough to uh, one. To one of it. my friends had an iguana as a pet, and I wanted really badly uh, to hold you it. Of course did. But why she would you said, want to hold an iguana? Because it's a pit. It's meant to be held. No, it's not. Don't you see those people on the beach that like try and get you to hold the iguana and take a picture no, with those it? Things are They're like meant to be held or something. But um, they are not meant I to be held. I think that those are probably being mistreated. But um, <laughs> <laughs> in this case, it was her pet. It was like handed down to her from her sister or something, and she's like, "No, we can't touch it because he's mean." And I was like, "Why?" And it's like because we don't touch it enough. <laughs> Oh, so you have to <laughs> if you socialize it. them all the time, then yeah, you just domesticate them. Yeah, and well. then they're nice. But if you don't, then they'll freaking scratch your ass. That's like me. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not domesticated enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll post some pictures on Facebook of what they look like when they're frozen, and if I can f- find some cool videos. It's kind of sad. I need to I'm look up like, a picture of this. Like it just kind of looks like they're dead. <laughs> like their their little legs are kind of stiff and up. Um, but anyway, so that kind of led me into just finding out about other animals that freeze and and why they freeze. Oh, I thought that was your whole time. To- I'm sorry. Well, I thought it was going to be, but um, yeah, it wasn't really quite enough. That was all I could really find. It was like you know one article just kind of says. Yeah, well, that happens to me one. all the time when I'm trying to think of a topic and I'm like, well, I don't understand this. And then it's, it's like, like a quick, quick, <laughs> a quick little, explanation. you know, Yahoo answers. <laughs> you're like, well, it is because it is. And then you're like, all right, great. That answers that question. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was all. <laughs> There's nothing more to that, huh? Um, so my sources for the iguanas were um, an article in uh, The Guardian by Lauren Aratani. And uh, and then my other source is National Geographic. Okay. Legit um, sources. Yeah. Well, this is the blog post. Um, it was called Five Animals That Freeze. Or maybe, five I don't animals. know, Five Animals That Freeze. Maybe that's what I called it. I'm not sure. Um, so the wood frog is found in Alaska. And it actually has the record for having the highest cold tolerance of all the um, vertebrates. Vertebrates. Invertebrate? It says vertebrates that's how it's spelled so it has vertebrae 
when it's in when it's an invertebrate okay i'm looking at our sound guy when it's an invertebrate it does not have a spine right okay okay so a vertebrate has a has spine. a spine frogs have spines yeah all I right so. i guess so sure <laughs> So, um, in Alaska, winters obviously get very cold. It can yeah. be as cold as zero degrees. I'm actually surprised it's not even colder. But yeah. Um, so, frogs can actually stay frozen, or wood frogs can stay frozen frozen longer than some frozen food can stay frozen that's no. safe enough to eat. That's disgusting. I know, right? So, is their heart still beating? So, No. That's what I find so interesting. That like, is crazy. Yeah. But then they literally revive like a zombie. Yes. Which is, I I still don't quite understand that, but they use what's called. It's like that, that Jesus movie that recently came out where the kid fell through the ice. Oh, yeah. Maybe he can do this. <laughs> and then, but he, he survived because he was, his body temperature was so low. It was like one of those very like religiously oriented movies. Yeah, it's because she prayed, right? And it made a lot of difference. <laughs> and they have some song in the back <laughs> that's like clearly Christian oh pop. Oh my god! Um, so the process is called uh, cypro protection. Okay, I feel like it should be cryo protection, but I'm not sure. Cryo sounds good yeah, too. Like cryogenically frozen. Yes. I think it's cryo protection. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> the body creates basically an antifreeze substance to protect it while it's frozen. So usually it's um, in this case, uh, wood frogs produce glucose, and the glucose helps them maintain water in their cells so they don't like dry out. Okay. Um, and then the wood frog they found actually will thaw itself thaw itself out during the day when the sun is out and then at night um it will refreeze when the temperatures drop and so when by thawing itself out it also can get more glucose in its body and that seems to be the key to survival um, yeah to the you know staying staying alive but it's like a puddle yeah (laughs) freezes at night yeah exactly um and then it comes back to life it's like frosty (laughs) (laughs) And then um, the red flat bark beetle can be found in North Car- <laughs> from anywhere from North Carolina, Carolina to the Arctic Circle. So this wow. one's pretty cool because it can survive. Um, That's a- really weird that it lives. Yeah, on well, it's because they're far, so. I guess because it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. So they can survive up to seventy-two degrees below zero, oh and their God. larvae can survive up to one hundred forty-eight degrees below zero. Um, and they use dehydration to avoid becoming rock solid. And they also okay. use uh, glycerol, which is a sugary substance found in antifreeze products. So it's like definitely, you know, they all kind of share that similar like ability to ha- use uh-huh. antifreeze type, um, you know, yeah. procedures. And then there's the Pompeii worm, which lives in the sea. Um, I know, right? It, it's uh, the most one of the most uh, heat tolerant uh, species. It can survive up to 176 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my god! Um, yeah, like basically boiling temperatures. Um, it uses a fuzzy bacteria um, for insulation. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty. It's not something I'd want to come across. I'll, we'll have to post some pictures, but yeah, I'm not going to be worm. Yeah, I'm not going to be swimming around there. <laughs> um, the Sahara Desert Ant, uh, it 
lives in the desert, obviously. Um, <laughs> so because of its long legs, its body doesn't touch the sand, and the sand is much hotter. Um, and they also have a unique way of survival. They eat other insects that have died from the heat. So it's like, um, it's a win-win for them, really. So this list is both heat tolerant and yeah, cold just, tolerant. Yeah, the most... Oh, yeah, I did say animals that freeze, didn't I? Um, animals that uh, can freeze and boil themselves. And boil themselves okay. alive. And then finally, um, it's the, uh, the water bear. It's not a bear. I'm sorry to tell you. Aww. It's, uh, it's, that's another one that kind of looked like a big worm. Um, oh, God. It's a worm? <laughs> Why do they call it a bear? I, I don't know. It, it also had some other name that I couldn't say. But this one can survive up to 300 two degrees fahrenheit and also as low as negative 459 degrees fahrenheit so they can live literally anywhere they can live in hot water springs or they can live under ice they can live in the himalayas and they are usually in damp mossy areas now okay. how they survive i don't know but it's 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 another like kind of a almost like a sea creature type thing okay well, I mean, the dehydrating their body and then reviving themselves during the day and the antifreeze thing, I guess, makes sense and kind of answers the question how they can live in that kind of environment. Yeah. So I also kind of did a little <laughs> research on, like, can people, like, the whole cryogenically frozen thing. Yeah, like Walt Disney. Yeah. No. Is. So apparently that is not true. He's actually buried somewhere. Oh, that's, no, that's I know. Because I, I was wondering that, too. I want to know why people, why that started from. Well, there are, you can actually, like, freeze yourself if you have but a But, I mean, why do they think Walt Disney did it? I don't know. That could be a whole topic right there. There you go. <laughs> What's up with Walt Disney? <laughs> but, yeah, there, I mean, all the science right now is saying you can't because, uh, like, once your brain stops, you know. You stop. Yeah, and, like, you lose, like, yeah. all that function. Like, we could probably revive a heart. Exactly. Not the a brain. brain death thing. The brain. But a lot of cryogenic freezing supporters say that like maybe in the future they'll be able to come up with something that's why well i mean a lot of these were like pretty small things the yeah. biggest one is probably that frog but like a frog still has a very small brain but it still has a brain <laughs> but what kind of thoughts is this frog having you know, in still, comparison? I, how, I wonder how it keeps its own brain from dying i mean there must be that glycerol i feel like i feel like there you know there's there's some more research that needs to be done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the way you said that. I'm going to make this my mission. Well, I mean, could you imagine if that were your job? That'd be a pretty cool job, like studying why this little beetle can live. Yeah. I don't know. Well, because they, they did do studies of the wood frog, but they did it in um, la- in the lab. And so the lab, like, was always one temperature, wow. so they didn't realize... Um, until they took them, you know, looked at them in their natural you gotta habitat. Gotta study them in their natural yeah. habitat. The, yeah, and that's how they found out that they can, you know, survive like way longer than other animals in the cold. I wonder if people back to the iguanas. I wonder if people in Florida have them as pets like they do to have them here. Well, we have rabbits as pets here. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a very good point. But I'm I sure would rather there's have different a rabbit, types of iguanas, right? I'm sure there's like Probably. expensive ones and Well, it's like how guinea pigs one run wild in like Peru. Yeah. And they eat them. <laughs> yes. But people probably eat iguanas too. Because people eat yeah, rabbits. So, there's this article that came up that said people were selling their meat and stuff. Oh, like when they fall really out disturbing. the tree? Yeah. 
And that, I, I couldn't even click on that because I was too grossed out. But <laughs> Hey, Bill. Yeah. We got hey, another one. <laughs> you want iguana dog? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, like, you I know, like tasty. one time I went to like a buffet and they had like frog legs. Yeah. I kind of imagine it being like that. Yeah. Like frog legs. Maybe it's a delicacy in some countries. I don't know. I just imagine it not being like tender. I feel like it is. I hear being they make like great kind of, purses. Kind of. Sh- <laughs> do they really? No, I don't know. Oh. Well, you think about like crocodile no, Do people skin? make them into purses? I, I haven't heard of it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, okay. I've heard of yeah, like crocodile skin, but I have never. Well, iguanas are so small. You probably you know you couldn't do much with them. And they're I know. Spiky. But then people have chinchilla fur coats, and those things are like smaller than Did a you rabbit. Hear Jessica Simpson got uh, shamed for her fur. The PETA people. Did she really? Yeah, she was like at a book signing and they ran up and like, first murder, first murder. Did they throw blood on her? No, I was waiting or for paint. that. I guess it's probably paint. If yeah. it were blood, it would be very hypocritical. <laughs> Don't you think? I could well, see them using like their own blood. Like, here, let me just. Ew. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think our topic has taken kind of a turn. An awesome um, turn. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to definitely look up some of those animals and yeah. post it on Instagram. Yeah, so you can see. Um, and I'll I'll post my little, like, uh, generation chart on yes, there, too. So you guys so ha- everyone... also have yeah. the audiovisual aid. Let's come up with a new name for our generation. Let's do a poll. Well, we can just use one of the old ones, Generation Y or Generation Next. <laughs> Jay does disappear. I think we should all be a different animal, like, on the Chinese calendar. Oh, that would be way cooler. That would be really that cool. That would be way cooler. This year is the year of the rat. Oh. <laughs> last year was the year of the pig i'm the tiger I, I, i'm a rabbit <laughs> all right well check us out on instagram this is the part i don't get email us at the part i don't get at gmail.com and check our facebook at this is the part i don't get ah you're getting good at sensing that. a theme here <laughs> all right we'll see you guys in two weeks bye